Welcome to The State of Us. Real people with honest opinions and the future of responsible media. Here's your host, Justin T. Weller. The midterms are over, or almost. Uh, still, still finalizing a few votes here and there, but you know we've got enough that we feel confident to discuss what's next. The Democrats made some gains. The Republicans made some gains. We're going to talk about it. What are the big takeaways that you need to know? And what what are the facts? Because you know what? I printed out a lot of stuff for Lance to read ahead of time. But the reality is, in all this coverage that I was reading, there's so much coverage that it's kind of hard to know what should I be focusing on. So that's what we're looking at today, trying to give you that that fresh perspective, breath of fresh air. And of course, we couldn't begin a conversation on the election, politics, or really anything else on this program without your friendly redneck liberal, Lance Jackson. Well, sock it to me. Who am I going to make mad today or make happy? Yeah? Yeah. Now, remember, you're Uh, opening it. Friendly redneck liberal. I know. You're friendly. You're jovial. I know, but I've been hearing from some... Hardcore listeners the last couple of weeks. So, hey, I actually did. I did look into the comment, and it uh-huh. did come in via Twitter. And okay. I, I do apologize to that listener. I did miss it. Um, he got a hold of me uh, Monday too. Yeah, Monday evening. He didn't well, yeah. like. The, he didn't like what we said Monday. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't like he it. Said, huh? what, what was Monday? He said we weren't libertarian enough. Um, oh, we were talking about Republicans and well, Democrats. See. You hey, tell him it's not our fault that Camden left. Yeah. Our libertarian's <laughs> gone. Go. So he's a hardcore Gary Johnson, right? I mean, this was Monday evening, so I mean he's listening as soon as you're putting it up, dude. I know, that's great. He's waiting on it. He's on top of it. Yep. I love it. And and he's communicating. So I, I encourage you to continue to communicate in this time <laughs> I'll I'll Oh, can be it. looking for. Yeah, I usually Lance can attest. So I usually catch these. Yeah, things. That's I what pay I said. pretty close attention right. if, if people say something that requires a response. I mean, there's a lot of times where people say things that I don't mention because it's like, what? Well, you know, they weren't it, asking for a response. Right? They weren't asking. They were just making a comment. So, but when people do ask, I, I try to make sure we respond to it. So please ask again. Um, but we digress. So. Why, why do we care, Lance, about these midterm elections? That's why I'm listening to you. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Finding out? Okay. Find out why. Tell me why I care about well, I think spending all this time on this. I was amazed. I did this um, YouTube video I put You're up the other day. You're much more upbeat about it than I am. Well, that's At just- At least, I don't know. You know, yes. going on air, have to be upbeat. Oh, okay. Even if- <laughs> I even thought off air when we were talking, you seemed more yeah. energetic about the results- than I am. You know, last night I decided, I told you I didn't watch a, a, yeah. basically any of it live. I, I kept up to date on an app, but that was kind of about it. I yeah. didn't really watch much of it. I just kind of decided, you know, I it is what it is. So I watched it I can, and got frustrated, uh, and so today I don't care. <laughs> so you yeah. have to tell me why I care. Yes. Um, so you care because, and, and the reason I was digressing to the YouTube point is I was surprised. I did this video um, about voting. And I put it out there and I had comments right away, three or four people. And I have several people who watch who aren't in the U.S. And, you know, I think we we forget a lot of times that even in the world we live in today, there is a very impressive respect for our system 
mm-hmm. in other countries. Even the ones that a lot of times we don't think the leaders of those nations pay a lot of attention to us, their people do. Sure. Um, I had um, a couple different people, a Canadian, um, somebody who was living in Costa Rica, and and a few other places. And they said, even though I'm not an American, I hope that the Americans remember that they have this awesome ability to go out and decide tomorrow mm-hmm. um, who they're going to elect. And the Canadian had kind of an underhanded comment, I thought, at their own government, mentioning that America is one of the few great examples of a real republic in this world. Um, because I think there's a lot of countries out there who have tried to emulate us that I think a lot of their people feel like they do an okay job, but Mm -hmm. they really don't, they haven't accomplished what we have. So I'm just mentioning that prior to the, why do we care? Because I was amazed at how many people who pay attention to my content who weren't Americans cared about what was happening here, you know? So I thought that was kind of neat. I mean, um, voter turnout was good. Yeah. Voter turnout was good. I mean, if they can keep that, if if they can keep that up, it's always... Yeah. Nice to know Can that be maintained? our government leaders, our government officials are being elected by a larger more portion. and more, yeah, a larger fraction of the American populace. So I hope that people care because, you know, whether you're an American or not, America being the, the top econ- economy in the world, um, top military power, our elections and who's in charge ultimately have an effect in many ways on most of the world. So I think that this is something that whether you're an American or not, you care because how all this shakes out and where we go from here uh, has an impact on all kinds of things. So without getting into the specifics of each one. And then obviously, if you're an American, uh, if you voted, you would care because you'd want to know, <laughs> you know, did did things turn out the way that you voted or not? Uh, and what do you do no. with these results? No. So. And I stay here. No? Yeah. Okay. Well, you got a little bit. You got a little dab of what you wanted, right? Kind of. Um, so Not with people. Well, yeah, one. Yeah? Got one? Yeah, I got one. Okay. Were they running unopposed? <laughs> no. no. No? Okay, good. I'll well, see. The unopposed people I don't vote for. Yeah. I mean, it is one of the, as long as one person votes for them, right? So. Right. As long as they're long not as, smart enough to vote as for long themselves. as they go vote, they're fine. That's right. <laughs> Leave it up to them. Put the pressure on them. Yeah. So uh, we're going to look at a few different things. The first thing being the results as they stand now. So it looks like in the House, the Democrats are at 220 and the GOP are at 193. And that leaves the Dems picking up about 27 seats there. <laughs> yeah. So it does give them a majority. That's why I'm not excited. Yeah, but not, I mean, everybody on the Democrat side, almost everybody has to uh, stay in lockstep if they intend to get things, if they intend to actually do stuff, you know. And then uh, on the Senate side, we've got 51 GOP, 45 Dems, again, as it stands now. And we're looking at a positive pickup of two seats for the GOP. So, and possibly more. And possibly more, right. We don't... Because my my prediction was 54 or 55. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was off air. You, you and I were talking, yeah. but... Still possible. But I thought it would be 54 or 55 Republicans in the Senate, which is still possible because it's 51 with four seats still up in the air. Now, the governor races, these are ones that you might not have been paying as close of attention to, but I think this is 
possibly some of the more notable portions here. You have 25 GOP, 22 Dems. The Dems picked up seven governor but uh, they didn't seats. get but so, they didn't get Iowa, Ohio, yes. and Florida and they, the reason you watch the state house is for possible help in winning the presidential election in 2020. Yes. And so those three states were not flipped. Or bad losses. And, and all three were possible flips. In the governor. Along race. with Georgia, which would have been, you know, a southern, a, a red belt state being run by a Democrat. Well, that's so, part of why I think the these races are, the governor races are interesting, both the the positive of picking up seats, but the seats right. that they missed. Right. Right. Because the seats they missed might be even a bigger deal than the ones they picked up. I think I went to bed last night after when they finally came on and said that Ted Cruz had won. I was like, oh, well, my last big hope for the night. Hey, you would have missed Ted. I could have taken I could have taken all the other wins and losses and thrown them out if Ted would have lost in yeah. Texas. You would have oh, yeah. come in and just been like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, been a good day in America. Uh, and yeah. again, like I told you the other day, I don't know if this was on the show or not. So like I told you the other day. Anybody who kowtows to somebody mm-hmm. who puts down his family, I lose all respect for. Yep. I mean, my my distaste for Ted Cruz just went through the roof after that show. And you don't like him to start with. Right. So. I mean, I don't like him, you know, but it's <laughs> but like, okay, like he's a U.S. senator, so there's some respect there and that uh-huh. that's just the way I was brought up that you respect those people mm-hmm. for the office that they have, but for another human being to trash your family publicly. And then you welcome that person with open arms to help you stay in power. Yep. Can't go there. Can't well, probably right. Can't support I mean, that. I mean, it worked for him. Yeah. I mean, he's back in power, but I wouldn't want power. Really? So you're going to let somebody badmouth your mom and dad just so you can go back to the U S Senate. It's not the country I grew up in. <laughs> the not the household I grew up in. The priorities for him, I believe, have been made clear. So, and obviously, in this case, the priorities are remaining a U.S. senator. So, the next thing we're going to move to is, and this is this is interesting. So, the talk of the blue wave—that's kind of what we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. Is you know there was, but how big of a wave are we talking mm-hmm. about here? Um, no, don't get your get your boogie board out. Yeah. Don't go surfing. Okay. You just get your just boogie kinda, board out. Yeah. Yeah. The the like lazy river, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of. You know, there's a, there's a little uh, a little, uh, little trickle up there. A little turbulence, but mm-hmm. not nothing crazy. Nope. We're not surfing. I don't think so anyway. The the average district nationwide. So the average um you know, uh the federal districts nationwide moved 10 points to the left. Uh, so this is not as large. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm going to get to the, if you're going to harp on the averages thing here. No. Okay. I'm going to harp on what we talked about the other day. Oh, okay. And that is the Hillary factor. Ah. Did the country really move? See, that's, I, I, and again, I am, I am glass half full guy here right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. On today's episode. (laughs) Is that, we, did we actually, (laughs) did the country really um, yeah. Well, half full. Yeah, it's only half full. Yeah. Well, well it's half is, empty. No, I guess I don't know. I'm trying to be. But is it the Hillary factor? Going back to what I said mm. on Monday's show, is it, did the country really move further left two years later? Or was it, hey, I don't have to vote for Hillary, so this is how I feel anyway? 
Right, because 10 points is a, a little further left than the 3 million difference in popular vote, which I think suggests, right, that there were there were people who either didn't vote at all or who voted against Hillary. Um, <coughs> so that's probably, there's that factor. How much of it, you know, it, it's You know, or the Bernie Sanders it. factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll vote, I, I have Bernie's and out. I'm not going to vote for Trump. Yeah. I can't stand Hillary. I'll vote for Bernie. Well, now I don't have that. I can vote for a Democrat who's not Hillary Clinton. And so therefore I don't mind marking it in or pulling the button or whatever. So I mean, did, I mean, what do you think? Do you, yeah. do you think we really moved that far left in a two year period or because I really, I really think it's the, well, Hillary wasn't running. And, and so people were more likely to vote their conscience than they were two years ago. I think it's in a 10 year period. So, and I don't, I don't think it's that full amount. Cause I think there's something to be said for what you brought up oh, here okay. about this. You know, there was that, there was that misnomer of Hillary that was an exception to the rule where the candidate played a bigger role than the policy perhaps. Uh, but the reason I'm saying 10 years is because I'm going back to the start of Obama. I think that beginning with the election of our first black president, moving up to a federalized healthcare system for whatever you think about it. I mean, forget, I'm not saying it's good, right? I'm just saying, I'm talking about what happened, the facts, okay? And the facts are that in the last 10 years, we elected a black president, we instituted a federalized form of healthcare, we, uh, which is huge all by itself because that's a major move in a leftward, bigger in the government, big picture, yeah. you know, big government kind of thing that you check off, right? Other countries that are socialistic or that are very liberal, many of them, that's a big check mark. And one of the things that you rattle off is what demonstrates that they are a, you know, social or, or liberal kind of country. Um, and then the other thing is you also have the Supreme Court's ruling um, on gay marriage. And I think all of those things culminate. And then you also have, again, regardless of what you think of Hillary and regardless of whether or not you supported her, you have the first nomination of a Democrat or Republican female candidate on the main ticket. I think that one's much less than the other three things I mentioned, but it's one of those, and there's a lot of little things through here, many things that have occurred in the past 10 years that have inadvertently and subconsciously move the country into a direction of believing that it is more liberal. Whether or not it is, is a different discussion. But again, because of that kind of coverage, I think because of the way those things have been going on, this moves people in a direction of believing that we are becoming more liberal, which in turn, if they believe it, so it shall be kind of thing. Uh, so those people who maybe were more, more moderate are finding themselves on the slightly more liberal scale, and those who were a little bit more on the conservative side of moderate are more in the moderate category now, you know? Well, the exit polls showed that the majority of Americans, their number one concern in voting, reason for voting, was health care. And they wanted to keep what they have. Right. And so, so that further demonstrates. So, so do you think that all of the Republicans who won, who spoke out of both sides of their mouth, like our governor-elect in Ohio, 
who has voted against Obamacare so many times and who has a lawsuit against pre-existing conditions, but then ran camp his political ads saying that he wasn't going to take away pre-existing conditions. Do you think we might get some bipartisan legislation? Because it's just like what we found out if you go historically back to the Great Depression. Once people get something from the government— They tend to want to keep it. Yes. You can't take it away. I mean, you know, all things considered, Social Security should be revamped and we should be doing things with it based on, you know, what is happening now compared to what was happening in the 1930s in American history. And there's no way you can touch that because it's ingrained that people, you know, how many people start working and say, well, one of these days I want to get Social Security. Whether they're really going to or not, and that's another yeah. show. My point is it's just become part of things. It's so, that belief. So do you think that that maybe that's one thing that could be accomplished with the split Congress? Mm-hmm. That maybe we could come up with some kind of health care bill? Because even President Obama said there were things I would have liked to have changed. Yeah. You know? He's admitted so, it wasn't what he wanted. It's what he could have. So, so, I mean, do you think we can get something out of it when the electorate totally sent the message that health care was their number one issue? Yes. And that they want to keep their health. Not only is health care their issue, they want to keep their access to health care. Yeah. And the first two years under Donald Trump, the Republicans— chomped away at the health care bill. I think we'll see parts of it improved. I don't think that a comprehensive reform is possible because on both sides, I think you have the Democrats who will refuse to look at a clean slate, even if it has many of the things that the current one has because of their, again, this is like what you said the other day, this this odd sense of, you know, like there was loyalty to the Clintons for what? They weren't in office, you know, they had, they didn't have real power that they were owed something by the Democrats, you know, same thing with Obama. He's a former president, you know, and I know you need him because he's a good fundraiser and all this stuff, but at the same time, he is not the leader of the party or he's not supposed to be, (laughs) you know, maybe, maybe he is, but um, so I think, With some of those notes, there's this sense that the Democrats have to, and maybe it's because a lot of their names are still on it, you know, a lot of them are still around, that they just aren't willing to, like, if the Republicans said, we'll do all of this and help you fix it, but we've got, we're going to throw it out and it won't be called the Affordable Care Act anymore and we're starting over and calling it something new. Sadly, I think there's a lot of Democrats who would say, nope, wait, you know, we're not doing it. We well, want to change it under the existing plus framework. Plus, if you make some kind of positive change to health care, then that's something the Republicans get to run on in 2020. Yes. And same thing on the other side of the aisle. I think there's a lot of Republicans who are going to, for the same reason, we're not going to fix it as long as it's called and it is what it is. You know, it's like- So here's an issue where 70% of Americans basically want something and the government you don't think is going to get it done. I think they'll make I think we'll see some small changes to it. The ones that are the ones that have been truly bipartisan like maybe expanding protection for pre-existing conditions, you know, and maybe looking at trying to help stabilize a few of the markets, but I beyond that I don't know how realistic it is for them to accomplish much with it because of that hold up 
on the name. I don't you disagree, know? but it's. I mean, messed, if it was but, up to me, but it's messed up. If if I could just you know grab the the TNT detonator and just blow up the son of a gun and say, okay, you have a clean slate. There's nothing starting in you know whatever sixty days. Americans will have no federal insurance anymore. Figure it out. You know, ready go. Um, and because you'd be forcing bipartisanship because they'll all lose their jobs if, you know, the American people said, well, you had a clean slate and there was no, you know, there shouldn't be any ill will because it was none of your guys' fault it got blown up. I don't know if they, I, that's, that's the only way I think it could get done is if both sides were willing to begin from ground zero. Because I think there's just too much baggage around Obamacare, which isn't what it's called, but that's okay. Um, there's just too much. You know, hanging on it for both sides, pride and and animosity and all kinds of things. So, next up, exit polls, Lance. Well, they showed us why people voted. Thirty nine percent said they went to vote in order to express opposition to Trump. Twenty six percent said they went to express their support for the president, and thirty three percent said that the president was not a factor in how they were planning to vote. So the largest single category being the express opposition, almost, you know, uh, four out of 10 Americans who voted went to say, you know, I don't know, though. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not sure if I'm crazy about that. I don't know if I like that 39% of people went to vote because they wanted to oppose the president. I mean, I get it. What are the reasons you want me to go? To support the candidates who... Uh, support the issues you care about. Oh, okay. I know that's such a, whoa, <laughs> mind blown to go vote for people that are going to do the things you want. Yeah. Oh, that's nuts. Um, yeah, I don't know how much that's there is fair. I mean, Lance, I like right? it. That's a good I mean, answer. And that's where I told mm. you, I was telling you before the show, I've really been having this crisis of conscience lately about yeah. when I go to vote, you know, and I think about the time that I take to decide who I'm going to vote on and looking at the issues. I'll just tell people, and you can look it up and maybe you'll be able to guess. There were uh, 13 people that I had to vote on, and I think eight of them were partisan. That's an unlucky ballot right there. I know. Um, you know, because the others were judges, I think. Um, I think that's about right. You know, if it's not, don't nitpick me here on these numbers, but I can pull it out and we can look at it. And I believe it ended up being that I voted for five Democrats and three Republicans. You Did know? your three Republicans have people running against them? Two of them did. Yeah. I had like two or three people on the ballot who were running unopposed. And I didn't vote for two of them because truth be told, I couldn't find enough information ahead of time for me to decide if I cared enough to support them. And one of them I felt like I had read enough on and, I was like, yeah, I mean, you're going to win anyway. I guess I'll vote for you because I, I'm okay lending my vote to you because I do feel like you're someone I can support kind of thing. Because um, typically my mindset's similar to yours that way with, I mean, as long as they're smart enough to go vote, they've got it in the can. So, but at the same time, there's that symbolism of, right, you, you either get my vote or you don't because I either support you or I don't. Um, so for me... But but my point in bringing this up is I think it's a I think I'm an outlier unfortunately not the not the rule you know the exception not the rule uh, because I don't think 
especially based on these exit polls, that that's how most people vote. No. I think it tells us the majority of people voted if there was a D or an R next to the name, and it was as simple as that for mm-hmm. them. Um, you know, in other words, 39% of people said, well, there's a D next to the name, so I'm voting that way. Or, and then 26% said, well, there's an R next to the name, so I'm voting that way. And then 33% said, well, I don't give a damn what's next to their name. Well, so 33% you know? of the people are like you. So you're not really an outlier. You're one out of three. Yeah. <laughs> not the majority, but, no. you know. Yeah. But none of them were the majority. Well, and saying that one out of three <clears throat> takes the issues seriously and then makes the decisions probably well, a little a minute, too but that's generous. Not, but that's not fair. What's that? Because maybe I voted for everybody who had a D next to their name uh-huh. or an R against their name, but I took the issues into account and I read about them and they just happen to be the ones who agree, who think the way I do about the issues. I would say that like me and that 33% of people who didn't vote based on their support or opposition to the president, that you wouldn't be unlike the 39% in actually taking time to look at the issues. And right. I don't doubt that. Right. I mean, I believe that. But my guess is that most people who voted that way did gotcha. not take the time prior to voting to make sure that they felt comfortable doing that, you know? I mean, I'd love to think that that's the case, but I think that would be a little naive. I think there was a lot of people who, you know, when my family votes with the D's or my family votes with the R's, so that's how we're voting. Or I don't like Trump, so I'm voting D, or I like Trump, so I'm voting R. You know, where it didn't, where they didn't actually take time to go, you know, know anything about the candidates because they might have read something and said, oh, gee, I don't like, you know, so-and-so. Um so O'Rourke for president in 2020? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I don't know if he's the guy, though. Probably not who I'd choose, but... Oh, he's who I'd choose. Yeah? Okay. I don't know. I haven't felt good the whole time about a Democrat. How long that, are the first Democrat announces? You know. Will it happen later today? <laughs> will, there, will there be a... Will there be a... Maybe. A, a Democratic senator or uh, governor... I don't know. ...in Iowa who announces... Today. I don't want to even think about that. It's not time for that yet. Gosh darn it, people. What? 2020. President Trump today. It's a ways away. <laughs> President Trump today at his uh, uh, press conference about the election last night. Yeah. Po- looked at Mike Pence and said, Mr. Vice President, will you run with me again in 2020? Yeah. I mean, Trump's already set the stage. <sighs> Well, I mean, we knew he was, it's like, you know, has there been a president? Do you think he's going to run? See, I don't think, I'm sorry. I don't want to, we've got a show to do. I know. Has I don't the, think he'll run in 2020. Early prediction. Trump? Yeah. You don't think he's going to run? <laughs> he's just going to be done? Yep. I'm fed up with it. I did he's what saying, I wanted to do. You all were too unfair. Uh, and I'm out. My family's so rich now that I don't have to be president oh, anymore. Is that what we it took, is? I took care of everybody for generations in my family. Gotcha. So I don't need to run anymore. That was the challenge. Yeah. Mm, no, that's why I did it. Okay. Got the presidency <laughs> to take care of the family for generations. Wow, he's a he's a real family man. I should write a book. That's a, that's a uh, oh seriously that that merits some that merits an investigation right there the the kind of sacrifice for your family that it would be that you would go so far as to win the presidency of the United States to ensure their future generations well being. That's a well, because we know Trump had to come up through 
I mean, there's a lot of things I do for my family, but I don't know if that's one of them. Trump had to fight his way through the hard scrabble streets of New York. Oh yeah, to get to where he was. Had to really you know, fight. He, he came from nothing, and so he just doesn't want his children to work as hard. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Now that we've gotten our daily jabs at Trump in, I'm just acknowledging them instead of you all seething in the comments. <clears throat> You're so mean to Trump. Do they really seethe? I think so. Are there some people seething? I don't know. It, wouldn't we visually have to see them seething? Well, I don't know. I mean, do we get comments like that? Well, I mean, we had that, you know, what was that one that we addressed? We had that, one. <laughs> we had one. We have some others like that that really aren't questioning. I mean, some that have, you know, valid points per se, but... But isn't that what the president said? That he had to fight his way up? That he... he uh, yes. He wasn't giving it? Yes. I'm just quoting the president. Yes. Why can, you be, <laughs> why can you be mad at me that I'm jabbing at the president if I'm using the president's uh. words... And his own descriptors. Because that's how the game works, right? Oh. That's people. people I'm just are, saying what he said, people. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> oh, you're, you know, taking it out of context and, oh. and, and you're twisting his words. I'm, I didn't twist him. That's what he said. I don't, <laughs> yep. Anywho, um, so turnout. Uh, yeah. A, I, a, a sliver of good news. You, no, you I did. I liked that the turnout was good. Yeah. But will it stay? Turnout was at a 37% increase approximately. For a midterm. Yeah. From 83 million in the last midterm to 114 million in this midterm. Bleh, excuse me. And uh, just by comparison, so you had 114 in this midterm. At the last general election, 138 million voted. So you're not at that same level. And at the 2016 election, just so you know, too, fun fact, it was the third highest turnout since 1971. And let's quiz Lance on his history. 1971 is when the voting age was lowered to 18. Mm -hmm. And of course, that Thanks was... Thanks for not quizzing me. Yeah, you're welcome. You gave me the answer. <laughs> Trying to read the face on the way, like, oh, I don't know. We were it today. It. I didn't know what the question was going to be. Yeah. I didn't know if you were going after Nixon and Watergate oh, or gotcha. which would have been actually 72, 73, 74. Kind of had a culmination of things right. in that time. Vietnam War. A lot of reasons for people the, to vote. Lowering the voting age. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Aside Vietnam from War and lowering the voting age. More people could vote and there also happened to be something that a lot of people felt very passionate about. So. Young people. Yes. Felt very passionate yeah. about. Because they had to go die. So. The old people were voting for them to go die. It's amazing how death will motivate people to vote. <laughs> yes. But that would be a 30% increase would mean we'd have to get somewhere in the neighborhood of 175 million people voting in 2020. Yeah. Right? Because you said it was 138. Mm -hmm. So, you know, another 40 million would yeah. be 30%. Yeah. So keep it going. You know, you're looking at 180 million people voting. I think that'd be a in, in 2020. I don't know offhand, but I'm to pretty that sure that same, would be the new record to get a same, yeah. the same rate increase that we had this year mm -hmm. from one midterm to the next, from one general election to the next. I mean, that's yeah, that is a that's I hope a plus. It keeps up. The more we we always say, the more people vote. Remember, the the less people there are to complain. And I think the bigger thing too is the better indicator we have of where where Americans truly are. Because we, t we talk a lot about all those polls that say, you know, well, X percent of voters think X. Yeah, but when voters only make up, you know, 58 percent of the population, you've got another 42 percent there who haven't spoken. 
Um, so what are those 40, you know, are they, uh, are they all with the D's? Are they all with the R's? No, they've or, spoken. I don't care. Are they all Gary Johnson or I, you no, know, I don't care. Doesn't affect me. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, other takeaways you want to add before we get out of here? We got a little dab of time left. Hmm. Well, while you think about that. I told you. O'Rourke for president, 2020. Yeah? I'm saying it here first. Oh, does Somebody who hasn't even won an election. Yeah. He's lost an election. It's all right. <laughs> what are your qualifications? I lost an election. Wait a minute. Perfect. Candidate. What does the Constitution say? I know. Anybody over the age of 35, right? Natural born citizen is eligible to run for president of the United States. Well, he meets all the qualifications. I know. And I'm not saying he's not qualified, right? I was a proponent of that. Well, in you said what did he do? 2016. I kept talking about how everybody was saying Hillary's the most qualified person in history. I'm like, well, that's great, but all the qualifications are is to be over the age of 35 and to have been born here. So, well, we're going to get your Ohio go- former Ohio governor pal for the Democrats. <laughs> well, just to run. He's been on CNN and MSNBC a lot. Huh? He, maybe he's changing parties. Maybe the- he'll challenge Trump. We'll get a. Republican challenger yeah. to the sitting president. And then the Democrats win. That'd be my guess. Okay. Because, you know, Trump takes his 30%, Kasich gets his whatever, 20 or 30%, and then yeah. the Dems get their 40% or 50%. No, I'm saying in the primaries. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just saying there'd be a, a primary challenge in the Republican Party. So if it was Kasich, Trump, in the primaries, you go vote on the Republican ticket and give your support to Kasich? Depends. Depends on the Democrat side. Right. <laughs> How important it is for you to vote over there. Depends if, That's if, fair. if Beto O'Rourke is running, baby. Okay. It's him and Bernie Sanders primary. I think Bernie's running. Hillary might be running. I tell you I'll, what, I'll it vote, might be. I'll vote it, for O'Rourke. It might be 2016 2.0. I'd go vote for O'Rourke. You know, she declined the other day in an interview yeah. to rule out that she would be running in 2020. I'm like, oh, no. Come on now. Let's. let's well, you know, they say third time's a charm, right? So you probably, give it a go. You, you probably don't watch or read Bill Maher, do you? He's no. probably too far out there to the left. Yeah. He said, what are we going to do when Trump won't leave the White House after he loses? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we'll make history, right? <laughs> I mean, think about that. This, I mean, it's yeah. always been a peaceful what, transfer of power. What, what do we do? What if the sitting president <laughs> says, I'm not leaving? I don't care. I lost, but I'm not leaving. I mean, if you won't leave, right? You're not the pre- you're not the president. Um, you're back to being, you know, a private citizen. And so the new president orders the Secret Service to remove the former president. Freaking awesome, dude! <laughs> I would love that. I mean, I don't think he'll do that because that's right. I mean, that's how that ends. Well, well I'm le- predicting that he won't even run. Legally, doesn't that right? That's nice. He thinks these two years. You have heard been, it here first. You think these two years have been hard? What's he going to do with a split oh, yeah. Congress? I mean, I just, I just don't see him wanting to fight that battle. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's got more perseverance than I think. Today's press conference may have been an indication. But yeah, I just, <laughs> I, he did not seem pleased. Nope. So I just wonder how he'll fare the next two years when he doesn't have control of both houses. I'm excited for when he's not president, whether he runs again or not and gets elected again or not, because I'm telling you, I can't wait to see the reality TV show that's coming, you know? 
Former president judges X, Y, Z, you know, whatever it is. I don't know. It's going to be great. There's going to be some huge deal. I mean, you know it's coming, right? It, do- it doesn't matter if he quits after this term or if he gets elected well, see, that's again. Just it. That's why as he quits soon as after, he's out. That's why he quits after one term. Yeah. Go back to he being gives a, his chance to make some money. Mm-hmm. He can make some real money. Yeah. And the dirt that's he's learned on people. Deal. Mm-hmm. And all the people that he's taking names because he doesn't like them. It'll be fascinating. You don't think too. he'll be vindictive? The yeah, how the gloves will come off against some of his Republican counterparts, you know, or the Democrats who have mm-hmm. hassled him. Yep. Wanted to be, you know, how will he swing to afterwards politically? Is he gonna is he gonna hold to this so called Republican mantra, which again his record indicates he's really not, but. Is he going to hold to that, or is he going to kind of revert back to his slightly more? Does he get vote? Does he get uh, asked back when Liberals. somebody dies? You know, they have all the living presidents. <laughs> does he get an invitation to even attend? I think they. I mean, right? Procedurally, they they kind of have to. Nah, man. They don't have to. Can, I mean, McCain, <laughs> that's up to the sitting. President. McCain didn't invite him. That's right. No, <laughs> you're not coming. And he bashed McCain today. Yes, in the press at conference. the press conference. He's upset he didn't get an invite to the funeral. Gosh. Why? Well, I, I, so I don't think it was McCain who didn't invite him. It was <laughs> McCain's family, right? And I don't think McCain sent out invitations for the funeral. He might have. He might have done it ahead of time. Yeah? Preemptive? I, I want so-and-so. I don't want so-and-so. That's possible. Okay. So there's your takeaways from the- uh, Glad your show. The 2018 I'm just, midterms. I'm the guest. I know, you're just here to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Apple pie. Okay. Uh, with that- Lance, well, what what are we doing here today? What's the mission? I don't know. Chat? What are we? Oh, the mission. <laughs> I do the mission. Okay. I just I can't answer it's, what we're doing here today. Got it. It's Wednesday. I showed up. I don't know. You told me to get it's the headset. To be here at no you time. told me to get the headset on. I was here. I did a crossword puzzle. Read a bunch of stuff. And yep. Then you said uh, check, set, check, sound check. So here we go. Uh, our mission is that True Chat uh, is to educate people by providing honest, open, and respectful conversations, which I think we've done a good job of that today. Yeah. But if people don't like it, they don't think we did that, then they can contact ethics at True Chat and uh, have us investigated. Yeah. For not following the mission statement. Send that email to ethics.truechat.org. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we were fine. I thought it was a very open conversation. (laughs) I don't think it was too disrespectful. A lot of predictions. Yeah. That's true. On my part, you didn't predict much. No. I don't like. Pre- I you don't. You just like- predicted that there'd be an end of the show, I, yes. which is what you're trying to get to now. I, I'm trying. <laughs> it's difficult though. Yeah, sometimes it carries on. Uh, we've got a Thanksgiving. Hey, you want to know where we're gonna? Well, it's really a holiday food special coming up, so stay tuned for that. Oh, we for are? Those of you that care, yeah. Oh, okay. We am can- I invited? Because I didn't get to notice. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Well, you just said you know if it's Monday or Wednesday or Friday, you show up. So. Yeah. You know, you'll come in and find out that whatever it's the topic is, I find out. I find out about. Okay, how about this? Noon. Monday, the Monday, Monday prior to Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. Holiday food special. Okay. So bring recipes to share. You know. Okay. Preferably with you know actual notes about how to make. Things. Oh, I got it. Be great. They're on a Manila envelope. Okay. So uh, we'll look out for that. It's coming up. Thanksgiving soon here. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Two weeks from last Monday. Mm-hmm. A week from this coming Monday. Yes. American, as far as when, when the show will be. Americans party a lot. I learned that the other day. I was watching a video from a couple of uh, Brits who were reviewing 
things that they don't understand about Americans and that why we have so many holidays that focus on parties. Yeah, but we didn't get to we didn't get National Donut Day off. No. We had to work. Yes. Well, we don't get any. We're just lucky Thanksgiving's on a Thursday cuz otherwise, you know, you and I wouldn't be here. So you get your 10 days though, right? That you can choose to take. So maybe. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think it's only for paid people. You, know, you, 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 you get as many as you want. So, <laughs> got me with that one. Shots and shot to the heart. That's a good song. Um, okay. On that note, we got to get out of here. This is why you tune in until the end, people. I tell you what, lately we've just been blowing through the time. Who cares Shoot. that the timer goes off? And then the, you get some the, people just fast forward to the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I care. Let's get to the end when the good stuff happens. <laughs> That's right. So it's the best part. It's a whole part. new show. It's, yeah, it has nothing to do with the midterms at all. So let us know your thoughts on the midterms at TrueChat.org, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere that uh, you do the social things online. And uh, you can give us a phone call too if you're if you're a Lance or a, a, a Lanceite. I think that's what we've decided your fans are called. Okay. Um, you can you can call intelligent 844- beings. 878-2428. Yep. Give a give a call to that phone number. And if you're super old school, you can you can send us, you can mail us something. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you can rotary dial. <laughs> no. Snail mail. Yeah, snail mail. Okay. And uh, to find the address, you'll love this. Here's the kicker. Go to the website. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and while you're there, just use the contact form instead of sending the letter. Save the you send snail cents. mail, I'll answer it <laughs> handwritten. Oh, you can get a handwritten response. Okay, but you got to go. <laughs> you got to go to the website to get the address. So Goodness gracious, might be too high. We'll drag you. Where can people listen? Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere where Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Always struggle with that last one. Where Apple Podcasts are at any great podcast affiliate. Downloaded app. <laughs> we'll we'll take it. It's, uh, nothing was technically wrong in what you said. So what did I say? I thought it was right. Good. Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast is an app, so it's not anywhere oh, Apple Podcasts see, are found. It's the first <laughs> Apple Podcast is an app. You got to find it on your app. Yeah, and then anywhere fine podcasts are found. Man. Okay. That's the scripted version. But like I, I said, you I didn't say it. anything wrong. I thought I so had it, it. It was, you know, it was all right. I was trying there. I was going to end on a solid note. Okay. Not trying to be funny or anything. Got the mission good, though. Yeah. Did that and said the ethics thing. So we're yeah. getting there. After eight years, I'm yep. right on. You're going to bring food for tasting to the holiday food special? You didn't, I don't care. You said. Oh, I think. All you did was say bring. I think there should be food. Oh, okay. I stopped by Kroger's. Well, people love that. <laughs> so listen to us. Listen to us. Taste this food. I'd stop by Kroger's or Meyer's someplace, pick it up. <laughs> yeah, and bring it in. They brought all these but pies. Then I'll, then I'll have my recipes. Uh, well, you just want dessert. We're not doing the whole thing. Well, I mean, if you're gonna make stuff, not gonna go buy stuff. Oh, gonna okay. make stuff. I ain't cooking twice. <laughs> but all the more stuff. Oh, true. Yeah. Pie. We'll see what the doctor says on Tuesday. Okay. Does I'm that not, determine whether or not? I'm not expecting a good report. 
Oh, so if it's bad, you for can't the, do it twice? For the doctor visit. Mm. No, I might do it every day. <laughs> oh, oh. Gotcha. <laughs> if it's bad, I might just do it every day. Holiday food special might be... Go out in style. <laughs> might be coming out soon. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you all for, for tuning in and sticking with us to the end, those of you who did. It's always much appreciated. Like I said, I the, some of the quality stuff here comes, comes at the back half of the show. So that's why you got to listen all the way through. For the State of Us on True Chat in Urbana, I'm Justin T. Weller. And I'm Lance Jackson. We'll see you. Let's see. Today's Wednesday. Yeah, we'll see you Friday on the State of Us. Be the change.